What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone? Um, welcome to another episode of the Ray Talks Live podcast. Initially, when I began to do this podcast episode, it was going to be on yesterday, January 6th. And, of course, we're all still trying to process and just comprehend exactly what we saw yesterday. It It's still mind-boggling. And... You know, I I still view myself as a young man, you know, who still has hopefully another 40, 50 years of life left in him. But I never thought in the world or ever thought in my lifetime I'd ever see anything like what happened yesterday at the U.S. Capitol. And initially when I was doing this podcast, you know, it was the ideas of, you know, Senator Cruz Senator Hallel, Holly, I'm sorry, you know, and many of these other House Republicans and a few other Senate Republicans who were going to pretty much commit political suicide because you kept feeding the fire, you kept enabling the foolishness, the lies, everything from President Trump. And one of the things I've explained to my students since the beginning of the school year, because I teach government, as well as U.S. history, I've told them how, you know, as we got closer to the election, you know, for the past year, he had been planting the seeds of doubt that if I lose this election, you know, it's going to be stolen. You all should be mad. You all should be upset about it. You know, and then the fact that you still have this rally and you still are putting the fire, still lighting that fire, and you're sending people out there, you know, it's just crazy. And I can't phantom or can't even understand to this point where was the police? You know, where was the National Guard? Where was all of Homeland Security, all the other police agencies? Because let's be real, if this had been black protesters, especially as we saw last June with the Black Lives Matter protests in D.C., or if this had been Muslims or maybe Hispanics or whoever, but basically for the most part, if it had been blacks, we know for a fact that police, National Guard, everything would have been out there. And I know for a fact that there is no way in hell if it was black protesters that broke into the U.S. Capitol, it would have just been shooting. It would have just been straight shooting. There would have been no questions asked. There would have been no, oh, be nice. And no, it would have been none of that. And it's just sad And I don't know what exactly this country has come to. I do applaud that many Republicans withdrew the notion of challenging a couple of the state's electoral results. But like I say, this episode totally changed in terms of what I wanted to talk about and how I wanted to talk about it. You know, because growing up, you know, there's always been this idea that 
the Republican Party is sort of like a gold standard in a sense. You know, like they were strictly about what the U.S. Constitution says, what the U.S. Constitution means, you know, standing up for democratic values, financial responsibility. But when you let a narcissist, a person who has no clue, or better yet, just don't give a damn, become president and become the leader of your party and just totally flip-flop it, this is what you get. And I was glad to see that many of these Republicans, senators, and House of Representatives to some degree finally grew some balls and are finally standing up and actually understanding the oath that they take as a congressman to protect and defend the United States Constitution against all threats, both foreign and domestically. And it's sad that it had to take that mob, those domestic terrorists, because that's who they were, for breaking into the U.S. Capitol, stealing federal government property. I guess a lot of times, like I told my students, you know, a lot of times until something directly affects you or directly impacts you, you don't. You, you still turn a blind eye to it. And the fact that that mob was pretty much ominous away to some degree from many of those senators and House of Representatives, it truly is amazing to some degree. So it's, it's just amazing. And I... I'm just phantom. I, like I say, I, it's unfortunate I had to take a mob, thugs, hooligans, domestic terrorists to actually open the eyes of many of these Republicans to understand that the person who is still sitting in the White House is deemed completely unfit for the office. And hopefully many of them will understand this. And even at this point, I think, I know Mike Pence, to some sense, is not the answer. But I think he is the answer right now for at least these last two weeks. As I stated to my students prior to, just before the election happened, I say, you know, Trump will be a very dangerous man, especially as a lame duck president if he was to lose because he wouldn't have nothing to lose, you know. He know he won't be president, and it, it's, it's just sad. And, you know, it's, it's crazy. I never thought in my wildest dream, you know, and I agree with what former President George W. Bush said, although I don't sort of like the wording a little bit, but where he says... What we saw happen yesterday is what you see in a banana republic, you know, meaning a third world country where people disagree with the election. So they go ahead and try to riot in the capital, in their country's capital. 
something that should have never happened here in the United States. You know, there are certain buildings, landmarks in your city or in your state or in the country or, or across the world that are just revered. They're reverent. You know, they're sacred. You know what they mean when you see them or when you hear about it or you talk about it. You know, you, it's just sacred. And this is what it is all boiled down to. You know, as much as America wants the world to know that we are the gold standard, we are what you should, should strive for when it comes to democracy and understanding transfer of power. If one person loses and it's being transferred to another person, this is what you're supposed to see. And unfortunately, that's not what we're seeing. And we've been a joke for the past four years. I think it's clear and safe to say. But, you know, this is what we get. You know, we've had a person who was had no previous political office experience. It's clear to say that he does not even understand the United States Constitution, probably never even read the United States Constitution, and sort of wants to become a dictator, do everything he can that he feels is necessary. And I'll be very interested to see if what happens today or later on, and I know last night there was that serious talk of invoking the 25th Amendment, Section 4, where Vice President Pence and half of the and the majority of the cabinet voted to remove him from office. I mean, I know he can challenge it. Trump can challenge the, the whole idea, and it's a whole bunch of going back and forth in such a short period of time. But the question is, is it worth it to keep this country from going any more or digging any deeper into the depths of hell? And I don't know what is going to happen in the next two weeks. Only God knows. And who knows? And like I say, this the episode of the podcast was not really what I was going to all talk about. You know, a lot of this I had to change because of what the events happened. You know, I was like a little kid that was just glued at the TV screen yesterday. Like, I could not believe what I saw. And like I say, it, it definitely shows the hypocrisy of our police and how there are two different tales of America in terms of when it comes to protesting. And I mentioned this in my previous podcast episodes when I talked about Black Lives Matter. You know, if black people protest, police show up in large numbers with the riot gear on, ready to go. But if white people show up to protest, or or I use the analogy when they go out to celebrate, you know, championships, they start destroying stuff, start destroying property. And usually with the Black Lives Matter protests, if there was any destruction, it was usually always at night, and it was always done by white people who would cover themselves up or wear all black attire. 
to sort of blend in, you know, to sort of change it. And I also get it, you know, not all those people who were there yesterday were part of the mob. You know, many of them just wanted to go and protest peacefully. And I get that. But like we always say, all it takes is just one bad apple to spoil the crop. You know, and that's exactly what we saw yesterday. So this is what this is what we are, America. This is what we look like. This is how we look in front of the rest of the world. We can't call ourselves leaders. You know, the earliest that we can become leaders to the rest of the world won't be a, be won't be until twelve noon on January twentieth, when Biden officially takes office, whether he's sworn in or not at that time. You know, but you know that's just life. So hopefully you guys have been enjoying the podcast. Um, I probably will be revisiting this topic, and it's, it's going to be something that's going to be important over the next couple of weeks. But if you've been enjoying, definitely subscribe. Definitely follow me on Twitter at Ray Talks Live. You can also follow me on Instagram at Ray Talks underscore live. And you can also, if you want, email me any comments or whatever at raytalkslive at gmail.com. So with that, I bid you farewell until the next one.